Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy talks about the components of a typical meditation practice session. Welcome. Today I would like to introduce some of the components of a typical meditation practice in the form that I have been presenting. And I will be talking in other podcasts about these components in more details, but I wanted to give kind of a sample meditation session, what the components might be that would be helpful if you're beginning a practice or reviewing your meditation practice. And I think one of the first uh, points there is that it's helpful to create boundaries, uh, a sense of uh, clear beginning, uh, clear steps of practice, and a clear ending of the practice. So we're bounding a certain sacred space or dedicated space to work with our minds, work with our hearts uh, through the meditation practice and technique. So setting clear boundaries, for instance, you might decide I have 10 minutes and I'm going to do 10 minutes of practice or 30 minutes or, or whatever that you have. But rather than just sort of thinking, I'll just sit for a while and maybe if I don't feel like it, I will stop or maybe not. It's good to, to put yourself in a certain kind of box or form. In some ways, that's what you're doing altogether in sitting is putting yourself into a deliberately kind of reducing activities and following a certain very simple form in order to gain an understanding, deeper understanding of yourself and to be able to open new potentials within you and just get to know yourself better and be a little bit more friendly to yourself, making better friends with yourself in some ways is the essence of meditation practice. Not inflating yourself, but uh, being more at ease with who you are. So having set some kind of boundaries, as I'm going to sit for X amount of time, then it's good to go slowly. Meditation is not a quick thing. It is a, based on slowing down a little bit. So taking some time, usually if you're like me, you have a lot of things to do. You're busy. So when you first sit down uh, to practice, whether you're sitting in a chair or sitting on a cushion, you need to spend a little bit of time just simply slowing down, being a bit more still, gentle, and simple. So slowing down, going slowly, actually taking the time to be somewhat present in simple and a pared-down way. So having done so, having slowed down a bit and uh placing your intention on, I'm going to do this meditation practice for a while. Then the next step is really working with your posture, uh, coming into your body. And the posture also is coming to two fundamental aspects of meditation practice. One is a strength, which is symbolized, you could say, by your backbone uh, and uprightness. And the other is vulnerability, which is manifested in the soft belly front of you. So a strong back and a soft front and a sense of uprightness and a sense of dignity. I think almost anywhere in the world, if you say the word Buddha, uh, people immediately 
will visualize this statue of a meditating Buddha. And it represents something that people recognize, quality of presence, simplicity, kindness, and genuineness. Nothing to prove, nothing to run away from, being just fully present with whatever is arising. So that's a posture to emulate. But you don't have to be a yogi or be able to do a full lotus. As long as you have a sense of relaxed uprightness, that's the main point. And in this form of meditation, the eyes are open and slightly looking downward gaze. And it's sometimes described as a relaxed gaze. And uh, it just means it's not staring at a particular point. It's not a meditation that's staring at a statue or a candle or anything. It's just a relaxed gaze, whatever is out there, slightly downward um, directed. And uh, parts of this posture are really a sense of kind of being collected, more collected, like people talk about horses. They have a collected gait. Uh, It's all synchronized and, and elegantly brought together. And in some ways the posture is connecting with some kind of quality of such elegance. So you're upright, your gaze is relaxed, slightly downward, and then the uh, senses are the senses are open. The eyes are open, the ears are open, but they're not grabby. The sense perceptions are letting them just flow in and out, the same way the visions are sounds, physical sensations, no big deal. They're just part of the atmosphere, so to speak. And then usually the hands are placed on the thighs, or they can be in your lap, holding one hand, holding the other. So the posture very, very simple. The mouth is usually kept slightly open, so that in your breathing, coming through your nose, but a little bit is coming through your mouth. And this also relaxes your jaw. So you can notice there might be points there that are tight or stiff, Often it's the shoulders, sometimes the jaw, and just taking your posture slowly enough to kind of scan through that and release some of the uh, tension or tightness in your body, but not making a big deal about it. And then the focus of the meditation is on the breathing, the breath. And here where you're breathing naturally, not trying to alter or constrain the breath, and you're simply placing your mind on the breath very simply. You're just placing your mind on this very simple but sort of subtle object. Uh, Breath is handy because we're all breathing all the time, and that's really the uh, living force of the meditation, is the process of bringing your mind back and placing it on the breath. Bringing the mind back, placing it on the breath. In the light touch, not heavy-handed way, but persistent way, kind of a persistence to it. And you place your mind on the breath, and the focus is on the out-breath, going out, dissolve, gap. Place your mind on the out-breath, out, dissolve, gap. And the breathing in, the other side of the cycle, of course takes place, obviously, but you're not really focusing on that. You're not trying to force yourself not to notice it, but you're not focusing on that. Your focus is really on it going out, going out, dissolving, connecting with the space around you, the environment, uh, others, all of that outside, letting go, dissolving outward. It's kind of a softening process. And there's also a strengthening process in the persistence of bringing the mind back, bringing the mind back, learning how to do that. 
when we become distracted, we can actually bring our mind back. And we can learn so much about how we're distracted and why we're distracted and where our mind goes and, and how often it's kind of wild and out of control. Or we're just brought away to another imaginary reality. We're brought away from uh, being present with actually what's going on. Our mind is a great escape valve that way, escape from so many things we don't want to deal with. We just check out and into fantasy land. But anyway, we just note that. We don't make a big deal about anything. We don't uh, judge ourselves. I'm terrible. I'm so distracted. I can't even watch one breath and off I go. Not to worry like that. Just to simply bring yourself back. And every time you bring yourself back, you give yourself a gold star. It's great. And every time you get lost in thought, don't, don't give yourself, you know, a piece of coal. But just note that and return in a dispassionate. Uh, meditation is dispassionate, non-judgmental. It's simple. And it's a light touch always. Sometimes this notion, this time point of bringing yourself back uh, has been described as like little tugs on a kite string that keep the kite up in the sky. You don't kind of tack it. You just lightly tug on the string and it keeps it into the air current that it needs to be. So simple, not judging, slow, placing your attention on the breath when your mind wanders, bringing it back. And this meditation then should have a clear ending as it had a clear beginning. So whether you use a timer or use a gong or watch or whatever at the end of the session, acknowledge that. And and having some intention or, or consciousness or intentionality, take that mindful approach, that gentle, open attitude, that attitude of dignity, and bring it into or mix it with the activities of your day. And that's pretty much it. You sit down, you slow down, you take your posture. You work with the breath, you get distracted, you bring your mind back, and you do that over and over again. So sometimes in meditation is referred to as sitting meditation, sometimes it's referred to as meditation practice or just plain sitting. And I think the practice component is an important part here. Uh, like any kind of practice, it's something you do over and over again. It is not like the thing that so many people want, a quick fix or a pill or something, make everything better. It's a slow, steady, simple uh, process of transformation, practice. It's like any kind of discipline. Um, if you're a yoga teacher, you might do downward dog over and over again. Or if you're a singer, you might practice the scales over and over again. Whatever it is, if you're sports, you play tennis, you practice a serve over and over again. Similarly with meditation, you just do it over and over again. You just practice it. You make it a part of your life very simply, ordinarily, no big deal. Yet at the same time, this is extremely simple, almost doing nothing kind of uh, process begins to uh, make deep changes within you. They say still water runs deep.
Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Lee's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.